0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. At IEM Approach, we believe that everybody is created with tremendous potential given by God, the Creator. And for people to reach their full potential, their physical and spiritual well-being has to be catered for. Their physical and spiritual well-being must be in synergy. That's why we have a holistic approach to success. In an ideal world, you will be able to perform your job. You'll be able to do well if other aspects of your life are not doing well. Unfortunately, the majority of the problems we're having right now is because we try to live our lives in different compartments. It is not working. It is not delivering. It's hampering our productivity. It's hampering our health and making us not be as efficient as we are supposed to be. When Your home is not in order. Other aspects of your life are going to suffer, including your performance at work. Some of us can relate to the days that we get up in the morning. We have a fight or a quarrel for living, for work, and how that day goes. We are bringing a holistic solution that is going to help you be productive. If you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for stopping by. Do me a favor and share this video. And you also have to remember that I'm speaking from this book written together by my wife and I. The book is entitled Enhance Your Marriage, The Surprising Benefits of Exercising as Husband and Wife. In order not to take what I'm saying out of context, I strongly recommend that you get the book. We're in chapter four right now, and I'm going to continue the discussion today about the issue of sex in marriage, why it is important, and some of the inhibitors that prevent the quantity and quality of sex in marriages. Before we move ahead, I have a few things that I would like to address. It's going to help put things in context for us. And I got some uh, feedback from the presentation that I did yesterday, and I would like to address them as well before we enter into today's uh, subject. Most people, or if you read most marriage books, you listen to the marriage gurus you're going to hear that there there are three pillars in any successful marriage three ma- major pillars and again i'm not saying that the other pillars are not important but these are the three pillars that hold any successful marriage. Sex, communication, and money. Sex, communication, and money. And these marriage gurus and experts will tell you that the majority of problems that occur in marriages can be traced to these three pillars. When you have a marriage that is having difficulties, a marriage that is having problems, you can trace the problems to sex, communication, and finance or money. After my wife and I exercised for more than 12 years, we've been exercising together, doing the same activity five times a week. We run, and we average about 30 miles a week. Some weeks, we do more. It then hit us. Whoa, exercise has not only changed our health, it has also enhanced our marriage. That's when we decided to write a book and to share our experience with the rest of the world. I am not a sex therapist, I'm not a medical doctor, however, we are sharing information. So if you have an issue, please seek professional help. The good thing is that help is available. And if you need counseling, 101 Coaching, my wife can help you as well because she's trained in that domain. Why did we propose a fourth pillar to marriage? The pillar of health. When we talk about health, we're talking about what you can do as an individual to adopt a healthier lifestyle involving eating the right type of food and exercising regularly. We are focusing on what you can do, what is within your power. And if you think this doesn't make sense, I want to enumerate some of the diseases that are directly related to a sedentary lifestyle and not eating right. We call these lifestyle diseases. There are about 32 of them or more. I'm just going to list a few here for you so you can understand the backdrop why we are emphasizing that exercise is necessary if you want to have a not just a healthy marriage, but a marriage that has good quantity and good quality sex in that marriage. The very first item on the list is erectile dysfunction. And today we're talking about the causes of low libido in marriages, erectile dysfunction. The question for you is, are you going to sacrifice your manhood for a can of soda? Are you going to sacrifice your manhood for not exercising? The next one is type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, stroke, cardiovascular diseases, heart attacks, breathing problems. To have good sex, you need to be able to breathe well. Anxiety, stress, low self-esteem. Some of you, you you cannot face your naked bodies. Exercise can help you build your self-esteem and get you to the point where you like looking at yourself in the mirror. Feelings of depression, cognitive dysfunction, osteoporosis, poor balance, bone fracture and falls, rheumatoid arthritis, colon cancer, breast cancer, gestational diabetes, pain, constipation, gallbladder disease, the list can go on and on. (coughs) Excuse me. The list can go on and on. If you are sick, you're not going to function. If you are sick, No other thing matters. And that is why it's important for you to adopt a healthier lifestyle. Yesterday's uh, presentation was focusing on why sex matters in marriage because I made the following statement. I said the temperature of Every marriage can be measured by the quality of the couple's sex life. I qualified that this is because sex is more than the physical act of mating. In other words, quality quality sex requires emotional, mental and psychological well-being. It's not just going through the motions. A lot needs to be happening for you to have quality sex in your marriage. And I said, the danger of not solving the problem of lack of frequency and low-quality sex is that It can lead to marital unfaithfulness. Because some people try to solve the problem of having less sex and low-quality sex in their marriages by looking out. I said, both the man and the woman can commit adultery. And this is when uh, I got a comment, which I'm going to address before we talk about why sex matters in marriage, causes of low libido. Please hang in there. We're going to get into today's topic, but I want to make some clarification here. I thank Ivo Meswembe for bringing this up regarding adultery. We're going to have a complete episode on adultery because it's a very, very serious problem. This is what Ivo says, he says, another sad reality is that no matter the quantity and quality of sex in a marriage, some partners, and he lays emphasis, particularly men, still find it convenient, even compelling to have sex outside marriage. They are not satisfied with what they have. They always have the urge to conquer new territories. This lack of self-control is a serious issue that for some people is only curbed by surrendering their lives to God. I'm glad that Ivo ended on a positive note. He pointed out the problem is a lack of self-control. And the solution is a surrendered life to God. And if you are out there, again, I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to talk about adultery. About this so-called need or desire, as Ivo put, to keep conquering. You will never drink salt water and get and quench your thirst. If you remain shallow and you think what you're looking for is in moving from partner to partner, you will never find wholeness, oneness, fulfillment, and contentment. A lot of people have gone down that path and ended up empty, and dry. If you have your well, dig it deeper and deeper and deeper. You must stay faithful to your wife. You have to. Adultery shouldn't be mentioned among married people. I'm not being idealistic. Happily married for more than 20 years now to the same woman in the Morgano's relationship, never cheated on her, not planning to do so. It's not necessary. It's a sin. We need to run away from it. We are going to address this issue because it must be addressed. There's no room for selfishness in marriage, committing adultery, is betrayer of the highest category. Men, stop it. Women, stop it. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. Shiv Kumar Shama also wrote this. He said, I think something is missing in your explanation that is necessary for happy sex life or for happy marriage life. That is source of income. If money flows, flow is good, you will feel happy, get healthy food, healthy atmosphere, and source like home, a car, a TV, mobile, uh, and etc. you feel good. Control your mind and you can get more enjoyment from sex. So he talks about Long play, so learn how to control your mind, make stronger your mind with stronger body and intake. And he talks about taking herbs and practicing yoga and other things. Well, to his point, he mentioned that other conditions have to be ideal. And I have said that we are on chapter four, we're talking about sex, we're gonna talk about communication, we're gonna talk about money and other things. Yeah, it's gonna take a, uh, a holistic approach putting in other things for us to be able to come with that ideal situation where we can have good quality sex. I want to thank uh, these contributors. And if you have any comments to make, please put them on the comments section. This has been streamed on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and YouTube, and I'll strongly Encourage you to leave comments or questions and I'll address them. Now, let's get into today's subject why sex matters in marriage and causes of low libido. Causes of low libido. Before we move ahead, let's define what low libido means so that we can all be on the same page. In this context, it's going, to be, it's going to be loosely and broadly used to describe anything that inhibits or prevents married couples from having satisfying sex frequently. Married couples, please, this is for married couples. Marriage, sex out of marriage is a sin. I am a Bible-believing individual, and my morals come from the Bible. So that is a context within which I'm speaking from, and I want you to understand that so that when I make certain pronouncements or certain statements, you understand where I'm coming from marriage out of, sex out of marriage is a sin. It's wrong. And so whatever is hampering or preventing you from having frequent and enjoyable sex, it needs to be identified and addressed the sooner the better. I'm going to ask the following questions. And it's not for the Joneses down the street. It's for you who is watching. Don't transfer it. Don't generalize. You answer the questions for yourself. The first one is this How much sex do you and your husband or your wife have? on a weekly basis. Number two, is the subject of sex something that brings strife and resentment in your marriage? Number three, are you constantly tired? And sex is the last thing on your mind by the end of the day. Number four, are you so busy that there's no time to have sex with your husband or wife? Number six, no, number five, do you have a traumatic event in your past? related to a sexual encounter that still haunts you each time you think about sex? Maybe as a young, these are important questions. And I want you to look for help if You said yes to any of those questions, even one of them. You need help. You need professional help. I'm here to tell you, don't be ashamed about it. It's for the good of your health, it's for the good of your marriage, it's for the good of your relationship, it's for the good of your kids. Let's continue. Maybe as a young child, You were told that sex is unnecessary or is something only men enjoy because of that you've been dutifully having sex without any enjoyment or satisfaction you know we've been told we are transformed by the renewal of our minds and today i want you to renew your mind as far as sex is concerned. I see I have more questions for you. Are you one of those men who think that sex is all about the physical act and never pay attention to your wife's emotional and psychological needs? If you're one of those men, it's time to wake up, man do your homework. It's time to make sure you take care of your wife's psychological and emotional needs. The last question, do you associate sex with sin and immorality? Some of us think when we're having sex, God would turn away his face. Really? It doesn't make sense, isn't it? God created us the way we are and put in us the desires that we have. When when sex is done within the context of marriage, it honors God. It honors God. It's an act of worship. So you don't need to be ashamed. It's not a dirty act. Don't we celebrate when people put to birth, when babies are born? Yeah, before babies have to be born, sex has to take place. So there's nothing sinful or dirty or bad about celebrating the love that you have for your wife or the love that you have for your husband. If you still feel ashamed or bashful to talk about this subject, It's time to show gratitude to God for creating you and making you feel the way you feel towards your wife or your husband. Again, here I'm laying emphasis on sexual expression within the context of marriage. Remember, in the beginning God created male and female and said that a man, therefore a man shall leave his parents and cleave to his wife and the two become one flesh. I've given you a series of questions, I want you to ponder upon them, and if you have your own questions, you can put them in the comments. You know, this list of questions can go on and on, but let's stop here and look at some of the common causes of low libido among couples. Remember, the book that I'm speaking out of is not a sex manual. It's not Kama Sutra. It's not about sex positions and all that. Please, that is not the essence. What we are focusing on is this. It's about the central role healthy eating and exercise can play in your sex life and marriage. We've cut through all the clutter, yeah, and learn about the sex positions and all that, and yeah, that is great. However, remember this. Please hear me very clearly. If you've forgotten everything I've said today, I want you to focus on this one. You can read all the great sex manuals out there and receive <clears throat> the best instruction on different techniques and styles and But all this information is useless if you can't implement the great ideas because you are not healthy. It's not about the information that you have. It's about this basic fact. Are you healthy? Are you healthy? Are you in good health? Can you have an erection? Can you maintain one? Can you perform? That is why eating right, exercising, building yourself up is very, very important. It's very, very important. That is why the first order of duty is to ensure that you are in good health. We are saying this because there is a direct relationship between a sedentary lifestyle and low sex drive. Now let's look at some of the common causes of low libido. I am going to enumerate them and in the next broadcast. I'll pick some of them and expand on them so what are some of the low causes some of the causes of low libido in marriages the first one is impotence. relates to the men you can have an erection For obvious reasons, seek for medical help. Talk about it. Don't be ashamed. You're not the only person that is suffering from impotence. And some of you, the impotence is as a result of medication that you are taking. Maybe your weight your blood pressure and things like that. For the sake of your partner, seek for treatment. Do what it's going to take to get your manhood back. Lack of sexual desire, there are many causes. Again, in the book, we expand on that. That's why I strongly recommend that you get the book and read it. The third one is past traumatic sexual encounters. For example, you might have been raped in the past. And for those of you who think raping women or raping men is something to brag about, repent. It's evil. Stop causing trauma in other people's lives. I listened to a lady the other day. She was yelling and screaming. I was raped. I was raped. It's evil. You stop it. And if you've been traumatized in the past, now it's time to seek professional help. Don't be ashamed about it. Talk about it and get help. Don't allow your past to destroy your present and rob you of your future. It's possible to get healing. You may be married to the most loving husband right now. You are allowing your past to rob you of the intimacy that both of you can have right now. Number four, tiredness. You're just plain tired. We're too busy, right? And we put the sex on the back burner. It's never going to happen. Again, we're going to dwell on this one, how you can help each other. so you're not tired all the time. Number five, lack of time. Yeah, we're busy. We're chasing behind what I don't know. Number six, sickness, sickness. Again, at times you get sick, not because of anything wrong you've done, but it will be, it's, uh, it's very sad. If you allow lifestyle diseases to rob you and your husband or your wife of the frequency and the quality of sex that you're supposed to be having in your marriage, Don't sacrifice your marriage for food or drink. Don't sacrifice your marriage for a sedentary lifestyle. Number seven, body and ability changes. Number eight, adultery. I am going to do a complete broadcast on. Adultery. Because one of the greatest forms of betrayal is adultery. It's adultery. It's wrong. It's evil. It's sinful. It should not be mentioned among couples. And if you're listening to me, and you think sleeping other men or sleeping other women behind your husband is something to be proud of. I want you to be ashamed of yourself. Have you thought about how your wife feels when you join your body that you join with her, with other women? Have you thought about that? What's wrong with you? You're trying to tell your wife that she's not good enough for you? If she is, then what are you doing outside with other women? Just because other people are doing it, Just because society condones it? Oh, these days will say I just had an affair. No, it's adultery. You betrayed your married vows. You betrayed your wife. You betrayed your husband. Repent. What you're looking for out there, you're not going to find it. Delight yourself in the wife of their youth. Let her breast satisfy you at all times. You have your own system. Drink from it. Don't waste your energy on strangers. Have you thought about the hurt that you bring to your wife or to your husband when you betray them like that? How you expect that woman that you just betrayed to open up to you and give you quality sex how will you we've been talking about the causes of low libido i've mentioned it and i strongly encourage you there should be more than that. In the comment section, please list some. And remember, the purpose of doing this is to also have a conversation, have marriages thrive, so husbands and wives can thrive and reach their full potential. I'm going to pick one or two of these courses and expound on them especially adultery. We need to talk about that one. Until next time, thank you for watching. Do me a favor, share the broadcast, and uh, remember to get a copy of your book. And uh, stay tuned for more updates. I think I had a few comments here that came in as I was uh, talking. Let me uh, address them. Yeah, there weren't any uh, questions, but just uh, nice comments. We have Lawrence uh, Taylor, he said great show, and Shiv Kumar Shamar said great creations and lecture. I want to thank all of you for stopping by and for leaving some comments. Uh, I want to hear what you think. Have you had any past, uh, sexual trauma? How have you dealt with it? Has your wife cheated on you? Has your husband committed adultery? How did you deal with it? Please, let's have this conversation so we can heal and position ourselves to reach our full potential. Thank you and God bless you.